We get caught in the blockbuster web that is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse on today's episode of Reels Review. Hello, hello, and welcome into Reels Review. I am Donovan Weaver, and joining me as always is my co-host Jack Myrick. Jack, how are we doing on this Friday morning? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, it's been a, been a been a little bit. We've uh, guess we didn't realize how busy we would be this summer. You would think it'd be the opposite of the school year, where it would that would be the hardest part to get stuff recorded. But we've both been kind of busy doing our own thing. I know you've been working and taking courses. I've been interning and taking courses about to graduate in August. So getting on that line, but we're finally here to talk about which was easily the movie of the summer and is was turning out to be the movie of the year, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, it's been a lot huger than I thought it would have been because it was my first time seeing that style of movie. So it's, it's very interesting to see how People are just gushing over it, loving the animation, loving the story, and where it's going to take us next. Yeah, animated movies typically do pretty well at the box office, but not this good, especially more mature, which is what I would say this is. Not like overly mature, but this is uh, definitely, I would say, probably is appealing to a lot of people that are our age, like in their uh, early to mid-20s. Of course, also, you know, uh, kids can have fun with it, too has already crossed 536 million domestically that's just in the US and has made over 674 million worldwide so it's sitting at 1.21 billion already and we really haven't seen a whole lot of movies cross that billion dollar mark uh, since the pandemic obviously you have no way home and top gun maverick a couple of those but definitely not an animated movie and this one's just blowing it out of the water doing way better than the previous uh spider-man uh animated film it is kind of just amazing to see how big this has become yeah it's crazy it's we've really now seen two big animated films with super mario movie and now this like i think it's opened the doors what animation can be in films and it's kind of interesting because you're seeing you see this and you see super mario bros and even puss in boots did very well at the box office but all of these were pretty critically acclaimed movies. And then you have something like Anim- uh, Elemental from Pixar, which is getting good reviews, but has just done abysmally this past weekend at the box office. It kind of makes you wonder, like, why that is. Like, is it just, like, animation style or stuff like this? Because the big hype around this movie was the animation style. It got made for, like, I think $100 million, which, I mean, that's a lot of money. But compared, a lot of money. But compared to what uh, Pixar usually spends, which is, upwards of 200 million and people are saying this has better animation than that one it just makes you wonder like what is what is sony doing differently than all these other people because again they, they made puss and boots the last wish too and that was lauded for its animation style too but cheaper budget it just makes you wonder like why is certain stuff going the way it is but i guess that's a topic for the another another day we can get into the movie uh what did you think about it overall I enjoyed it. I didn't feel the plot as much. I didn't feel like the first opening two opening scenes and stuff. I felt it. It was like okay, there's this story, blah blah blah. You know, it's continuing from the last movie and all that. Later on, big action piece, fun. It was just it was a fun movie. It was just one of those movies that was just fun to watch. Uh, you're gonna enjoy it. And I came out of the theater thinking, all right, where do they go from here? Yeah, I 
I kind of I tend to agree with you. This thing is getting praise, and mm-hmm. I know early reactions were saying like best animated movie of all time. It's even better than End of the Spider Verse, which was again when that came out, people were like, "This is incredible." It's just getting all these rave reviews. So obviously, when you hear stuff like that, you try to take it with a grain of salt. You want to go in with kind of middle expectations, but it's hard to not hear that, especially when you have a character like Spider Man, which is my personal favorite superhero of all time, and I know it's many people's personal favorite superheroes. So I kind of walked in, and while I liked it, it's like I guess I watched a different film than everybody else. I thought it was good. I thought it was too long. I know that's a big criticism I give every movie nowadays. every movie. Dude, okay, two, two hours and 20 minutes for an animated movie, that's a lot. Especially when I felt like a lot of scenes you could have cut down on, especially that opening with, with Gwen. I mean, that was like 25 minutes. The I Snyder Cut must be like a nightmare for you then. I, I kind of watch that as like a TV show, though. You kind of have to. It is in chapters. Yeah, so it it's is. in a lot of chapters. Um, it's like like Tarantino's movies. I love Tarantino movies, but again, when you sit down to watch it, you better get strapped better have in. have a free weekend. I'm about to say, because it is an epic. Uh, that's why it's taken me so long to watch the Lord of the Rings movies. But yeah, I think I think it was too long. I thought the family dynamic was really good. One of the stronger parts of the movie. Again, felt like they spent too much time on that too, though, at the beginning. Just kind of, it was weirdly paced, and you could very much tell this was half a movie because the other half will be coming out, I think, next March, so pretty quickly. But I'm not a big fan of when people take a singular idea and then just cut it down the middle and then make two movies out of it. Like, I would rather just you release a epic three hour three and a half hour movie and have a complete story and then chop it up like this especially where this leaves off it's just it's like fast x just like i was gonna a, say if fast x did that that would be a 12 hour film okay well, fast x the story isn't quite as strong as this but you can see what they're playing with in this movie very interesting concepts i feel like again i feel like they just kind of stretched it out just a little bit too much uh, i liked it but wasn't quite as high on it as everybody else was yeah, I feel the same way. I've gotten so many people now to me be like, this is the best movie ever, this is the best superhero movie. I didn't feel that. Just I don't see what they were seeing with it. It just felt like... it. it I don't know exactly the word to describe it, but it just... It was a stepping stone to the, to the bulk of the story. It, it was something that didn't get me emotionally invested in the movie as much as I wanted it to. Whereas this, I just, I enjoyed the scenes. I enjoyed the animation. I enjoyed the action. But to say it's the best superhero movie doesn't land for me. I'm always a believer when you make a movie, you need to focus on that movie. Yes, you, especially if you're creating multiple in a franchise, you need to have an idea where you're going, as we've seen with Force Awakens and then what happens. If you don't have like any general idea, it can really get up uh, Blank uh, Creek pretty quickly. But if you take the original Star Wars trilogy, that first film, that was a standalone movie. They didn't know they were going to make two more. Okay? Complete story. Even with Empire and Return of the Jedi, which they knew they were making both, Empire is a complete film. You can watch that by itself, and that is a complete movie with a beginning, middle, and end, and it's got, like, conclusion. Now, it sets up, Return of the Jedi, but it's still, it's a complete movie. This isn't a complete movie. It, like, cuts off with a big cliffhanger. Again, I'm just not a big fan when you do stuff like this. It feels like you're taking something out of me. I want a resolution, and you can still, again, set something up, but I need a resolution. Look at Infinity War. 
I mean, they lose. Thanos wins. That's the that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Now you assume they're gonna. What are they gonna do to do it? But it's a complete movie. So that's probably my biggest negative with the movie. And along with the runtime. And honestly, I didn't think this was near as good as Into the Spider Verse. And I know that's a big debate online, and I know I'm in the minority on this one, but I thought Into the Spider-Verse was one of the best Spider-Man films, and I'm a big Tobey Maguire guy. I think the first two are the two best, and then you have No Way Home. But I would actually put Into the Spider-Verse maybe as my number three Spider-Man movie, even above No Way Home, even above Spider-Man 3, which I know a lot of people hate, but I love. Um, This one wouldn't crack my top five. I just, again, maybe I I, I need to see the next one, and maybe the two together will be this epic, but this just kind of felt like a setup movie until you got to the end with the big Spider-Man chase. Yeah, dude, like the I can't remember. I haven't watched these movies in a while, but it's like the Hobbit. So I think the Hobbit. I know. I know it did it, but each movie was just like they got to a stopping point, and then the journey continues in the next film. Where like, will they or will they not get inside the the mountain, or will they? You know, will they? What's going to happen? What's the dragon going to do? Because I think the second one ends with the dragon destroying the. The village and all that. Uh, this is actually really funny, and I hate to go off on this. I'm actually reading The Hobbit right now because I, I saw the films first. Oh, well, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spo- spoilers for The Hobbit real there's quick. There's a ring. I don't know if you know that. And that There is? Yeah, there's oh, a ring. Okay, uh, but I'm, re- all I'm reading The Hobbit right now, and I'm a little over halfway through it, and I've already been through a movie and a half, but it's only 120 pages. So they took this 270-page book, so a rel- relatively short book, and they put it over nine hours in the film, and that's why that's why it doesn't work because you're just stretching out a story that should have been one movie at most two, but not nine hours. You could have told that in a, a really a two hour movie, three hours would have yeah, been they just, plenty of time. They could have cut a lot of stuff because they just took a book adaptation adaptation to like reality, just did every single little thing in it. Like the one Lord of the Rings book is longer than the Hobbit book, and but they made you know three Lord of the Rings books, three Lord of the Rings movies, and then one Hobbit book, yeah. three movies, and it's all the same amount of length too. So that's where they messed up. But yeah, that, that's a perfect example. And those were kind of critically, not critically panned, but they're like this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't as good as Lord of the Rings because you stretched out the story a little too much. And again, I think that's what they did. I think they kind of saw that they had. Uh, money maker on their hands it's like fast eggs you know these make a lot of money and instead of instead of actually coming up with three different movies and three different you know ideas that's too much effort so let's just stretch it out a little bit and it's kind of i kind of felt like that's what they did here yeah for sure so who was your favorite character um so this, this is actually interesting, and I'm, I'm probably this isn't a rant. Uh, in the first one, I see I'm, I'm a big Peter Parker guy. He's my favorite superhero of all time. I just love his story, uh, everything that has to do with it. again Tobey Maguire. That's that's my Peter Parker. He's he's my favorite of all time. So I loved Peter B. Parker in the the first one and in Into the Spider Verse. I thought that his character was great. You know, the Spider Man that's kind of down on his luck that when they're going through a story, he, you know, he loses Mary Jane, all this happens and he needs Miles and Miles and him need each other for different reasons. Miles needs a mentor and Peter needs to find his way again. I, I love the, I love the scene when they, he meets uh, Aunt May again and she realizes it's not as Peter, obviously because he's like 40 years old and the the Peter in their universe was like 27 when he died. But she's like, you look tired, Peter. And he's like, you know, I am. And then and then at the end of the movie, he 
he says he's got to go back to his universe and he's going to change it. Like he's going to go get the girl. Um, and you're, you're excited for him. And then in this one, they just kind of relegate him to kind of just like a, he's got his baby with him, which I didn't love, uh, for several reasons. Number one, why is a baby, you know, the, like you're in life threatening situations. Why are you taking your baby? When your wife's at home, you could just leave the baby with her. I'm, I'm not really sure that, but I felt like they, they took him back several steps. Uh, I would probably say uh, Miles, and that's an easy one to go. But I thought Miles, yeah. I think Miles is a very strong character, and he was great in the first one. And I think they continue to improve on him specifically in this one. I know they tried to flesh out Gwen a little more. I think they succeeded to an extent, but I still think this is Miles' story, and I loved what they did with him. Quick touch on the Peter B. Parker having a baby. If you're a comic book fan, it goes very different in the comics for him and uh, MJ. Just, I won't go into detail. That's a little Google search for you people that are into uh, that kind of stuff uh, with comic books. But that's, I went because when I saw that, I was like, wait, the comics that doesn't like that doesn't really happen. Something else happens, which is terrible. Uh, I'll just, say, but. Uh, I just I don't know why I just my like I guess dark sense humor came and popped in my mind when I watched that. But uh for me, the favorite character, probably someone that was barely in the movie, uh, the dot. I actually enjoyed him, the villain. I enjoyed him more than anything. I I thought his little story of being this kind of just nobody and then he becomes somebody, kinda of that arc, it, it just worked for me a little bit. Out of everyone, it just I found it kind of funny, him just being this loser, and then he was the guy from the first one that gets the bagel thrown at him, and it just shows like a level of detail in these films that everyone is a part of this story, and I like that, and just him being like I am your arch nemesis and all that that just it worked for me that. Yeah, I I, I think the spot is great in this movie. I. Actually, you know what? Oh, the spot. Oh, the, the dot. Someone is that? I think that's DC. Isn't yeah, it's it? DC. I, I wasn't um, even gonna correct you. I was. I was yeah, going you gave well. a look, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, I said, "No, no, no!" But no, 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 he's great, and he really is a good villain. And I feel like it's interesting because I think the best superhero movies is when they have great villains. Now, obviously, there's exceptions to that. You have like Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think is fantastic, and Running the Accuser really isn't that strong of a villain. But the spot is an interesting one. Because he's just this scientist that kind of got screwed over. I like how they referenced him. He's in the first one. You go back to watch the first one, the guy that hits, mm-hmm. gets hit with a bagel. I think that's just hilarious. And how they introduce him, I think that's a great scene. Their little fight scene. Uh, this movie actually really did get me really excited at the beginning. I thought Gwen's little thing was too long, but I liked when the vulture came in and all that. And then you get introduced to Spider-Man on uh, 2099. And then you get the Spider Society, and then it cuts to Miles, and he's late for a meeting with his principal because he's fighting the spot, and the spots kind of like be like, "Hey, recognize me? I'm your arch nem- nemesis." Yeah, he's you like did bumbling through the fight, and Miles is just like, "I don't care about this. Like, you know, you're a villain of the week." And it's interesting, like just from a psycho- uh, psychology point of view, just that line spir- spirals this guy out of control into mm-hmm. like, you know what? No. He just you do you see him grow into this villainous monster from literally guy who just he can't get a job. He's, he's not even that bad of a guy. He's, yeah. He just can't get a job. So he's stealing money even when he's robbing the convenience store guy. He's not doing out of like 
malice or anything. He's just like, I'm not stealing from you. I'm stealing from the banks. You know, I just, I, yeah. I can't find a job. And he's just kind of like this lighthearted guy. And then he figures out what he can do with his powers. And then by the end of it, you leave off of, hey, I'm going to go kill everybody you love. And you're like, whoa. Like this guy. Yeah, this big guy, left turn. Big left turn. But, but, but I bought it. I could see, I could see yeah. how it got there. So I actually, ooh, God, I, I hate to change my opinion, but I, I kind of forgot about the spot. It's been a couple weeks since I've seen this. But no, he was fantastic. I actually might agree with you on that one. He is a great character. Yeah, I think he's really good. Um, I don't know the name of the Spider-Verse, but like the, the what was it like? I don't know the name of the universe, but, but it was like uh, the Indian Spider-Man. Uh, I liked him. I, kinda, I don't know. I kind of just enjoyed his character. A no, bit. he was good. He was very it's good. kind of depressing because his world was destroyed. They didn't really touch on that, but they're like, yeah, you just destroyed his universe. Pretty much everyone in well, his I, universe is going to die. Well, actually, I, I think you don't get the resolution on that because you see them go in to try to save it, and you so you don't technically get the resolution. Yeah, but resolution. I think they're kind of like... You think it's bye-bye, baby? I, th- I feel like it was when I saw I mean, I could be wrong because... That'd be nice. Give yeah. us some stakes. I feel like that's a big problem with superhero movies nowadays. Marvel does this bad, too, where they don't want to actually put stakes on anything. They just yeah. want to. And the I think the multiverse has kind of ruined this to an extent. Multiverse is really cool. And obviously, you know, seeing Toby and Andrew. That's why I enjoyed the Batman a lot. Because I know I've gushed about that to you. Because I, I think that's been my favorite superhero movie the last few years. Just because I felt like there were stakes. It was, it was kind of like a saw at some point. It's like with the bomb scene in that movie, yeah, love like I just love it because you feel the pressure, like, ooh, what's gonna happen? And the villain, you know, some people I know criticized, uh, said it was kind of close to the Joker a little bit with some of the stuff, but I think it landed because the Riddler is still a goofball like that. So, yeah, no, I think I've we talked about the Batman at yeah. nauseum before, and I like it. You're you're a little more high on it than me, but mm-hmm. I but see, here's the thing is I get why why you're so high on it. That's the difference. It's not like mm-hmm. I'm like I don't understand what you're saying in this movie no it's a great movie um again i like my riddler a little more but that if it was a two two hour film that movie might be higher on your list because it was three might be the greatest film of all time i was like you shouldn't watch elvis thing because elvis was three hours i really don't mind long movies if it warrants it the batman warranted it um that that runtime actually didn't bother me too bad i didn't i didn't even feel it while in the movie but i don't want to get in on the batman with this runtime which which characters do you feel like not only just stood out but were bolstered like just by the story just made better like do you think anyone came out of this like you felt more for them or just because I, 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 I feel like Gwen was kind of the one that was obviously so number one this isn't this isn't a Miles movie this is a this is they're both this yeah, is, so, yeah, so yeah, believe, yeah it's it's both Miles and Gwen's movie which some people like uh, I like I like Gwen. I like Spider Gwen. I think she's a good character. I don't think she's great though. I think Miles is stronger. I felt the stuff with her dad because, look, if, if you want to get me, and I don't know if I've talked about this on here before, but my big thing is like father. It's usually father and sons because you know that's that's from I'm, I'm a dude, so you know that's my dad. I, I can relate to that, um, and I have a really good relationship with my dad. So anything father and son, I get that. That's what gets me emotional. Uh, but that also carries over to, you know, fathers and daughters, same thing, or mothers, you know, so as we'll get. You felt like I was, you're Gwen Stacy. 
you're like walking out of that movie like I am. I am Spider Gwen. Yeah, yeah no. So I did feel it. My dad uh, doesn't understand me even though we hang the out. The only thing I had a problem with, <laughs> it's, and this is con- actually this is a big problem. Actually, I, it's just the way her dad just like in the moment. I don't think that's what her dad would have done. Then like, yeah. no, nope, you're under arrest. That's just bullcrap. I don't believe that because because it's not I like respect he, it. That's man law. That's okay? a man. Hey, that's, that's a man of law. law. But I just I was like, oh come on. I was like, he would not have done that. Uh, any father that truly loves his daughter would no, no you're gonna do anything you can to protect them yeah. uh, and it's not like she i mean again i know she thinks he murdered P- peter because that's you know that's his big thing and why he wants to catch her in that moment he'd be like obviously she didn't murder him you'd give her the benefit yeah, of the yeah doubt. Let, at least let her talk and be like exactly. hey, I didn't. No, you're under arrest so I was just like, Ugh. but you know, at the end of the movie, when everything gets resolved, and you know, she's trying to find her place and all that, everybody's trying to find their place. Uh, I did like their scene together; that was nice. But yeah. again, I didn't love the setup. Again, a, a big we've talked about this a lot, where the setup's not great, the payoff's really good. You should have made the setup better. Which usually it feels like in movies, the setup would be great, and then the payoff wasn't quite as good. So it's weird to see movies getting the payoff right but not the setup. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she gets explored in this one. I, I thought she was fine. I actually, I liked her better in the first one. I, I I'm gonna say this a lot, but I kind of liked everything about the first one better. Yeah. Uh, even Miles, I think Miles is better in the first one, even though I think he is good in this one. But yeah, they gave her a bigger spot, uh, spotlight. And then you have Spider-Man 2099, Michael O'Hara. I loved him. I thought he's great. This big brooding spider-man you know usually when you think of spider-man you think of nerdy little kid you know swinging around this guy has claws he's vicious when he's tearing up trying to get miles in that big chase scene it's like a vicious tear yeah you Poe know, dameron is mean he's a yeah, mean man i mean he, he like he's like, he's coming <laughs> he for great. him i thought he played it well yeah oh great I, I thought the facial expressions you you get what he's trying to do bait but it is very similar to what kingpin's was in the first one you know kingpin mm. lost his family so he's trying to Get into the multiverse. Now this guy lost his family. Do you think a superhero movie could go without the storyline of parents are dead, lost a kid, family, this is all I have, lost an uncle, lost, because everything is family, which is just like... So it's Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> everything is connected. I just not realized. But yeah, it's just... It, I haven't seen The Boys. I don't know if The Boys are like that. It is fantastic, and... I know, I think you've told me before to watch it. It is exactly like that. William Butcher loses his wife. Yep. And then uh, Huey loses his girlfriend. And that's the kind of setup from why they want to. That's. It's different, though. And and then. I mean, I'm not a huge comic book, like, historian and narrative stuff. So I don't know. There probably is a story out there where that's just. Because I think it would be. there's It's been done, but it would be fun to see a superhero movie where the guy's just. Everything's landed for him. He's just amazing. People might like hate him, but it's just like everything works for him. I just but see that 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 would be boring. It would be, but I feel like there's a way you probably could tell that story. Probably, with, I, I think. Where then he find like he's like I'm on top of the world. All this stuff's happened to me, and then the villain comes in and is the one that wrecks his world. And he's like and he doesn't know what to do because he's never had this loss. Well, I think the problem with that. Uh, well, you've seen some people do this. Well, a, a good one, and I, I didn't watch this show, so I, I don't yeah. know if it's good or bad. But Miss Marvel, I know that the big complaint was that she basically she had a good life. She was like semi popular. She had her family. She had mm-hmm. everything was going fine, and she just kind of finds these powers, 
and really her conflict within her is that she wants to be Miss Marvel. So it's like she needs to unlock her true potential, which I don't know. But um, yeah, but see, that's the problem. She doesn't, you need conflict. Superheroes, yeah. you need a internal I, I conflict. It. I think it's just like the relatability yeah. you know, when you watch it. So, well, uh, I guess what's, what would be, what would, it, what would be your standout scene in this? Uh, um, again, it, I, it's like, I, it's like I'm thinking back. I really like that opening chase with the spot. Okay. Um, I thought that was not, oh, what, you thought I was going to say Gwen's? No, I thought you were going to say the, pretty much the whole movie, which was in, uh, the Spider-Verse part, like where they're in the, the headquarters. Yeah, that that because I feel like this is gonna be everyone's. I mean, it was mine. I'm just gonna be honest. No, I'm no, basic. That, no, that that, that part was really cool. I but I was trying to. I guess I was trying to be different. But also, I did think the spot was a better scene. Mm-hmm. I I think the seeing all the Spider Men was amazing as a Spider Man fan. Like, oh, that's so cool. But like, you know, that's just nostalgia. I can do that. Yeah. They worked it in nicely, but that was cool. But the Spider Man India fight was good too. Um when he saves him, and, you know, Gwen, it's kind of nice how Gwen's, like, trying to stop him. He's like, what the, wait, we're Spider-Man. Like, no, I'm going to go save him, and they do. And then you realize why she wanted him to stop him. But, no, that opening scene with the spot, I think, was great. Uh, Seeing, and then also, I I agree with you, seeing all the different Spider-Men, and then you get to see Andrew Garfield with uh, Gwen. You know, he's got her in in the arms, saying this Mm -hmm. is a part of every Spider-Man story. You see Toby. You see Toby, and then you're like, yeah, this is this is this is cool. This is nice. Uh, so probably probably those two. Yeah. Uh, it's so who would be your favorite Spider-Man of those of that scene? Uh, probably the one from the uh, God, what was it? And it was it was an animated show back in like the early two thousands, and he was like a shorter Spider Man. Yeah, like it wasn't the Amazing Spider. Was it on Disney? Are you talking about the one that was like going Disney XD or whatever? Was it the Spectacular Spider Man? It is. It's the Spectacular Spider Man. He gets a couple of lines. Um, I thought he, I thought he was good. I like the Lego Spider Man. Oh man, I told see see it's been a while since uh, again. You think we get a Lego Spider Man Batman crossover? That, that scene worked for me. I thought that was hilarious. Real quick, I'm about to plug them, and I, I don't want to. I, I I wouldn't want to plug Lego. Um, not for any, I don't have any malice towards them, but you know, product placement. Uh, but the Lego movie is fantastic. If you haven't watched it, go see it. It's hilarious. The Lego Batman movie is legit one of the best superhero movies that have come out over the past I've five never seen years. It. It's it's hilarious. It. it is hilarious. It is so good. And now they gave me just just a scene of the Lego Spider-Man movie. And I, I want to see that movie now. Because it's hilarious. I, I loved it. That 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 little scene. Especially the spot. And he's so much bigger. You're the Futurama meme where it's like take my money. Yeah. I yeah. I did. I like that. That that was a good little scene. I, I totally forgot about it though, but that was nice. Yeah, I, I th- I won't dive too much into it because I mean with, but yeah, that was a favorite scene. Just seeing all the different Spider-Man, seeing what the animators come up with, some of them, your own creativity of like what kind of Spider-Man could we make next? What are they taking from the comics? The Easter eggs, you know, it's just a big flash of just, just um, like if you're a Spider-Man fan, it's just a big flash of just things you love shown. Like if, especially if you read a lot of the comics, as I said, it's just so much thrown your way it's one of those movies you're gonna go back rewatch rewatch just for that scene to see who you see what what you like what you know like or what you're gonna learn about from that character and i think that's what made that scene so cool it it didn't 
I don't think it felt like the like the focus wasn't on all the Spider Men. It was mainly just on Miles and uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine and all that. Just of their conflict of him explaining things and being like, "This is how things are." So I, I think I think it was good. I really liked that. That was my standout scene. I think it's gonna be a lot of standout scene for most people. It's a very basic answer, but I mean, it did that scene. I think was made to stand out. Yeah, so. I agree. Uh, real quick to kind of top this off, I want to get into kind of the chase and then the ending of the movie. Okay. I had a this is just a a problem I had with it, and while watching it, it didn't stand out. Then I thought about it. I did. I just. I do not buy that Peter Parker. Like we know who Peter Parker is. We've seen it mm-hmm. a thousand times again. The story's been told at nauseum. But we know who Peter Parker is. You're telling me that all those Spider Men are going to try to stop Miles from saving his dad, even when they know, like they they think, oh, the, even if you believe Michael O'Hara, yeah, you're telling me that Peter Parker is going to let Miles not save his dad. Don't buy that. Don't buy that at all. Even. Especially Peter B. Parker. That's his mentor. Yeah. They would not... I just don't buy that all those Spider-Men would be trying to stop him. I get Michael O'Hara. That makes sense. I would have almost rather them... Been, been at least a little conflicted about it. They just... But they just went after him, like, immediately. Didn't like that um, at all. And then... I'm not going to lie. The cliffhanger with uh, Miles is bad. He's the prowler in the universe he went to. And then uh, Gwen is with the original Spider team at the end. You know, um, I don't know how I felt about that because what's the resolution in the next one? You know he's going to break out of the Prowler pretty early. Are they going to team up? Is that what they're mm-hmm. going to do? I, I just hate I hate when you leave on a big cliffhanger that's probably going to get resolved in five to ten minutes in the next one. That or it's probably just going to be he's going to be the villain, like a little subtle villain, and then build up to fighting the spot. And then, but it, I guess I, I would put like three antagonists in this movie because you have Miguel O'Hara and um, the Prowler and then the Spot as the big bad, just of everything. I'm, so. I'm, I'm telling you now, if I had to predict, he's going to, he's going to, He's gonna like pull on his heartstrings, like you know, I, I lost, I lost my uncle. You still have yours, you know. I still have my dad. You know what that loss feels like. Like you have to help me. You have to let me go. And then yeah. they're gonna team up, and then they're gonna save the day. That's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the? Do you think he gets to keep his dad? I, I feel like. Oh God, I'm torn on this. Because uh, I don't feel like you do. I feel like it's the lesson of like I think they can sh- try or whatever. I agree with you. That would be the better story, just based off. And look, they might be different, but based off the past and what people do, and you have to send the audience home happy. Uh, yeah, there. It's it's gonna be like this story. Like I won't say I was happy living in game. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was heartbroken. More. You, you were heartbroken. Yeah, I would. Same thing with Guardians. Okay, was, yeah. maybe not happy, but maybe emotional. There yeah. could. I feel like you could be emotional with that. I, I think that would be the better story. I really hope that they don't go the path, and this is what I'm fear they're gonna do the, um, the path where it's Michael O'Hara who's wrong, and you can change your future, and you can do this, and you know it doesn't have to be this way. We can save everybody. No. No. If, yeah, if it didn't work failed. for everybody else, I don't want Miles, who's 15, to figure it all out, and all these other Spider-Men are stupid. 
And that's probably what they're going to do. That, <laughs> well, would, that would make me very mad, though. Uh, what was your, I guess to close it, what would be your overall rating? I don't know, dude. I, 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 look, I know it's like sacrilegious and people got mad at me for it. I gave it a three and a half out of five on Letterboxd. Which I think is pretty high, and people yeah. are people. Well, out of ten, what would you give it? Out of ten, what would you? What is that? A seven. I'll, yeah, that would be a seven. I'll now. go full IGN. Uh, I'll, I'll go seven out of ten. And I know people. Oh, oh, you're you're telling me that was a seven? Yeah, it, it was good. It wasn't great. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with you on that. Good, not that great. Not... That's what it was. It wasn't near as. I see. I gave the first. I'll, I'll give it a little bit higher. I gave it like seven point five. So seven. That's fair. So. See, the problem is again, like what you said with the Batman, because you'd probably give the Batman what like a nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, I'd probably put it up there pretty high. Yeah, I'd probably give it like eight, eight to eight and a half, which is still very good. But I get your nine and a half. I mm-hmm. get that. I don't get where people are saying this is the best comic book film of all time. Pure, but, uh, purely because we haven't seen the whole story, mm-hmm. you don't know how it ends. But it's again, you know, art subjective everything everyone's gonna have their own opinion on things there's probably someone out there that thinks like dead serious that thinks the room is a cinematic masterpiece there's no way there's got to be someone they're trolling you uh i just again i just wish i could see what other people are saying because i'm really not trying to be cynical towards this film i loved the first one like the first one i'd I'd give like a nine out of ten i thought it was great just about as good as an animated movie can be because I like animated movies, but I'd much rather go live action. Uh, and that first Spider, uh, Into the Spider Verse, is one of my favorite animated movies of all time. It's just, I just, this one, I like, I didn't see it. Uh, I thought Puss in Boots, The Last Wish was much, much better film. Uh, Mario probably wasn't, but I enjoyed Mario more. So. That is true, and I'm a big and I'm a bigger Spider-Man guy than Mario, so I don't know. Interesting. I liked it. Not great. Good. Yeah. Not great. So go see it. That's how I would suggest go see it. You know, if you haven't already yeah. seen it, one point two one billion, and go if, see it again. If you're listening to this review, you've oh. already seen it. Um, but uh, just real real quick, uh, Jack wanted me to rewatch it for the review because it's been a couple weeks, and I just didn't really want to. So <laughs> that's that's my that's my final word on it. Yeah. But that will do it for today's episode. Next week we're going to be talking about the Flash, which is Woo! which is interesting. We've already we've actually both seen it, yeah. so uh, you will get our thoughts on that. No spoilers. No spoilers. Only that. We the won't vi- say what we thought yet. The visual effects are really good. That's all we'll say. Yep. Uh, but uh, thank you everyone for today's episode of Reels Review. I'm Donovan Weaver for Jack Myrick. Remember to keep the popcorn popping and the reels rolling. <laughs>